Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Slash and dash. Slash and dash. Um, so you guys voted for Snitches Get Let Off. And we've had quite a few new patrons recently. So thank you guys for signing up. Thank you. What's happening? Are we finally out of the recession? <laughs> or is it like, these people are dead. Let's give them money. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so uh, you're going to be told by me the story of Melvin Smokey. Um, that's kind of his nickname. Harris this time. So he went by Smokey, but I'm going to call him Harris because I'm not his mate. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not that familiar with no. him. We're not on that kind of personal level. Don't like him if I'm honest. Um, so he uh, thought, well, the crime that we're talking about is 1973. Um, Claude Killian, or he was also known as Pop, which I think is adorable. Like, Pop. Hi, Pop. It's adorable in only in a certain context. It's adorable if they're your dad or granddad or they are, as well, the if guy- they are a granddad to the community. If it's a creepy old man and everyone's calling him Pop, well, he's the one who died. So and oh, also he's fine, then. he worked in a car wash slash laundry, which I don't oh. know what that is. Is that where you like you take your car and your bag of clothes, and just put it on the roof? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hang a few, like trap a few pairs of pants in the <laughs> in the electric window. Yeah, maybe. That's actually a genius thing. Why not? You're using soapy water, yeah. spin drying. That's what it said, car wash, car wash slash laundry. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that, yeah, you've got all this stuff, haven't you? Like, yeah. Do it. Dog just groom. walk in yeah. with your clothes on. That's what we should do. What else can you do? Just have a dog grooming service, throw a few yeah. of them on the conveyor belt. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, so uh, he was working at his car wash slash laundry and um, an attacker broke in to rob the store. And um, Pop, uh, unfortunately, was killed um in the attack so at gunpoint and uh, the attacker made off with just one roll of quarters so um it really wasn't worth it clearly and um so three men were arrested for the crime all had been recently found guilty of armed robbery so i guess they were kind of the obvious choices and uh this was like the 70s as well and all these three men were black so I think that plays into it. Um, so Smokey Harris, who was 16, was arrested. Ray de Graffenried, who was 18, and James Robert McCurkin. He was 16 and he already had the nickname Smokey. Yeah. I wonder why. Like, it's a lot of... Like 16, it's probably... Pipe? I would say surely at 16, it's more likely that he was an arsonist than he was really good at barbecue. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
So, <laughs> so all were questioned, but only two were charged with the murder, and that was De Graffenried and McClurkin. Um, Harris, on the other hand, had, although he was equally kind of as uh, in the spotlight, he had agreed, he'd cut a deal. So he'd agreed to testify against the other two, who were his lifelong friends. Like, he'd been a little boy growing up with these men. Um and they'd like been playing together as children, but he... it's easy to have a lifelong friend when you're only a teenager. Yeah, that's though. true. It's like we just happened to be in the same school. Yeah, I always think that. I didn't like a lot of my friends as a kid. No, I mean, I still. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, you arrange to meet someone every couple of months. You're like, do I want to meet you? I had a lot of friends when I was younger, where there was like they were girls that I was quite scared of and I was, I was <laughs> but I didn't dare not be friends with them because I thought they would bully me I could see that actually from what you were like as a teenager that you were just like I guess I'm your friend yeah like okay we'll walk to school together don't stab me yeah oh god right so these these lads have grown up together and then um harris uh does such a good job snitching on them both and saying you know i'm gonna take them down for this crime if you let me off that he becomes like a trustee of the county jail and he's let go for helping to convict the other two so there'd only been one person holding the gun um and potentially at the attack um but de graffenfield uh de graffenreed sorry and mcclerkin are adamant that it was harris uh, that had committed the crime um they the victim was white which uh obviously in the legal system didn't help and so were like all the people working on the cases the jury there was definitely some racism there um but both de graffenreed and mcclerkin had alibis of people who'd said they were miles away from where the crime happened um so who was the snitch harris the 16 year old oh but the others weren't even there well they had witnesses saying they weren't there but mm. harris went in and he said um under oath that he had heard mcclerkin and de Graffenry talk about the crime and he'd seen them at the car wash where claude had worked and he'd heard the shots the night of the murder so it was basically on him saying all this shit that they went down for it so they they both go to prison. He walks away scot-free um, because of this snitching. So he just completely got that off. Um, so 1992. Oh, hello. Yeah. Um, Harris is arrested for the murder of um, Lindsay Cameron. I know it's a girl's name, but it is a man. Um, it's kind of one of those either or names, isn't it? Like a Lindsay or a Leslie. Yeah. Alex. Apparently, my, my husband keeps saying, um, like, if you've got a name that could be either male or female and you're a woman, you're more likely to do better in male-centered, like, like male-centered jobs or, like, traditionally male-centered jobs. So, like, Just because people read your name and you're like, they sound like a stand-up guy. Yeah, unfortunately, which is sad, I think. Um, so... What do you uh, think it means when all my kids accidentally call me sir? <laughs> yeah, me too, all the time. I don't know if it means I'm authoritative or I think I just it's worse. Really masculine. It's worse for you because you're their only teacher. For me, they've like bounced around from like a man to a woman to a man. Yeah, they don't have any other sirs to speak to. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. All the fucking time I get. Well, I don't get get called that anymore. 
because it's first name terms where I am now but oh <laughs> like we're, it's weird first name terms and beanbags in the common room <laughs> oh they're beanbags I don't know I've never been in the common room oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not actually court. mingle with the hey guys <laughs> let me pull up a beanbag and join you <laughs> let me pull up a beanbag and then everyone needs to exit because I'm not gonna be able to get out of the beanbag. <laughs> yeah. look away <laughs> Right, so anyway, sorry. Lindsay Cameron, so he's a white liquor store clerk and um, he is shot in a robbery and Harris's fingerprints are on the weapon and on the cash register. His footprints are in uh, the blood of the clerk who'd, who'd been working and he just left him to die this brutal death. So Harris, oh, oh and the bottle of vodka and the money that was stolen is found in his house as well. It said on the article I read, it didn't say if the vodka had been drunk or not. I was like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. How weird to murder people over a roll of quarters and then the second one at a bottle of vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like in the hopes you'll get more. I think, I mean, I think he was doing other robberies he got away with as well. Um, But obviously like he's... He's killed two people in these situations now. So this time, Harris did plead guilty because he was told if he pleads guilty, he won't face the electric chair. But while he's being questioned for this murder, he also makes it clear, and it's 19 years to the day um, after the first murder, that he had lied in that case and that, that, that he'd sent his two friends to prison on a lie and he'd well, lied under oath the alibis could have told you that <laughs> exactly yeah but at least i mean he came clean but you know they've they've spent you know i think 17 years in prison at this point so dennis bolt a lawyer oh my god I know, what a name these he, are such dickensian names aren't they <laughs> they, really are. they match the character so brilliantly dennis bolt yeah, it is a bit Dickensy, isn't it? Um, so he sets about trying to free the two wrongly convicted men. Um, and obviously he uses the confession. Um, the fact that they both had alibis. Uh, de Graffenried had supposedly, he had supposedly confessed to the, well, he had confessed to the crime as well. But he'd been in solitary for five days at this point, And he just thought he was going to die of like, being locked he was like i don't know how long i'm gonna be there they're gonna keep me here until i confess and he'd confess but then straight after he'd said no i lied and you know i i was trying to get out of solitary i, I want to take that off the record so that it's on the record that he tried to remove that as well is kind of considering himself being having torture um witnesses had presented an alibi for both men as i said and there'd been two trials and in the first trial uh, the jury had decided 11 to 1 to acquit both the men but then it did a retrial and it had been all 12 had said they were guilty. So I don't know if it is 11 to one. Do you have to retrial it? Or could you just say that's good enough? Um, Do they all have to agree? Because they might not all have, you just have to wait till someone caves. Because clearly there was that one person in that trial who was just like, yeah, they're guilty. I'm not going to give that up. But I don't know. I'm sure there's precedent for different things. Yeah. when i was on jury service they said we had to become unanimous oh okay but i don't know i think it will depend i don't know Ooh, mm. we should have looked this up yeah can someone do it for us <laughs> slaughter the podcast at gmail.com um 
So both de Graffenried and McClurkin, with the help of Dennis Bolt, filed lawsuits and they appealed at parole hearings and they were rejected 15 times, despite the fact that Harris had said, I lied. Wait, so after he came clean and said they yeah. definitely didn't do it, then it was they still years. weren't even to be able to be paroled? No. <gasps> they were rejected every time. And Harris died in 2015, and the other two were still in prison. Fucking hell. Um, so it was 2016 that McClurkin was finally paroled. And he'd spent 43 years in prison for this crime he did not commit. I mean, that's longer than a life sentence. That's like two life, nearly two life sentences. Um, and that- Unless they didn't want to let him out because they knew that he'd be like, I was put in prison wrongly and like they're yeah. trying to suppress him. Yeah, I don't know. So he's let out. And then at this point, de Graffenried is still in there um, in 2016. So the, he's out on parole. So it's not even on his record that he didn't do it. He's just out as like, I've served my time and I'm a murderer. And then he obviously sought a retrial and said, look, I want to be found innocent. And at this point, de Graffenried, he's still incarcerated, but he's in a psychiatric ward because he's so scarred by his time in prison, time in solitary. Like he is just... He has lost his life. Like, he is a struggling man at this point. So both convictions aren't overturned until 2017 um, when both men are declared officially innocent. But think of all that time just because one guy said... Well, they don't like to say that they're wrong. They don't want to find, like... They don't want to find flaws in the justice system, do they? No. It's like with the West Memphis Three, how they had to do an Alfred plea of guilty because... It would have just been too... They would didn't want to admit that they'd wrongfully convicted people and had them in prison for so long. Yeah, I always find that Al- Alfred, Alpha, Al- that plea. It's Alfred. Isn't that what happened at the end of the staircase? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> there you go. Spoiler. <laughs> so basically, it's like saying, I'm pleading guilty, but I'm lying. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm weird. guilty to shut you up. Yeah. It's a bit kind of like, I'm sorry if you feel that way, but I'm not sorry. Yeah. So de Graffenried, just to finish off the story, um, damage had already been done. He is unlikely ever to live without support. He's legally disabled. And obviously he's lost most of his life in prison. I mean, it, it would be a good one for like one of those proper podcasts to no. look at what actually happened. Um, but uh, this isn't one of those. <laughs> um, Not the time. <laughs> so thank- and we've got no time. We're going to dash. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.